Good day, everybody. This is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian, and these are Curious Conversations. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to do some housekeeping um, information, what's going to happen during the rest of this year. Um, As my podcast has gotten more and more popular, more views, I get more and more uh, feedback and comments from some of my listeners and from uh, those who are interested in doing uh, interviews uh, that I've and listening to other podcasts myself, I f- have uh, come to the conviction that I should start doing segments, not just a full length, uh, you know, one segment all the way through, but try to break it up into uh, four to five minute, maybe even seven to ten minute blocks, uh, depending on the. Uh, segment depending on the topic uh, but trying to keep some topics to a minimum and trying to uh, stretch out some other topics uh, understanding uh, where my mind is on uh, certain topics I've also started a blog that I will start adding to my uh, podcast episodes information uh, mostly just so that I can Uh, think through uh, write out more what I have to say so that I don't feel the need to say it all here on the podcast Uh, and then there'll be things that uh, I say on the podcast that I don't say on the blogs Uh, so it'll be a way for you guys to get more and more of what my thoughts are both on the podcast and on the blog and help you to understand that some topics are just that complicated. Uh, right now I'm hanging out with my baby, Zena. Uh, she is my almost five-month-old, if you can believe it. And she's just hanging out with Daddy while Mommy takes uh, her sisters to Grandma's. Um, but yep, so that's that housekeeping situation. Uh, hopefully you enjoy the rest of the episode and I will uh, talk with you guys more about uh, interviews and or upcoming interviews that will be coming uh, up real soon. The goal is if you remember on uh, a couple podcasts ago, my goal is to do one interview a quarter and I have not done an interview yet this quarter so, Uh, There's a couple people that I have in mind to do an interview with, and I just simply need to set that up. Uh, So, God bless you guys. Uh, Take care, and enjoy the show. As I'm trying to do these separate segments for the podcast, uh, I normally do my podcasts in the morning and as you very well know they're usually during my bike ride but it's very difficult to do multiple segments while you're riding your bike without stopping and we'll see how that goes but I figured I would do uh, the first segment while still at home with uh, today's going to be a quick uh, scripture reading and uh, 
slight Bible study, uh, something just curious that came to me. And since it was curious to me, I figured I would tell you guys about it for conversation purposes, hence the name Curious Conversations. So the passage of scripture is uh, I think it's Numbers chapter 6, 23 through 26. And it reads as follows, uh, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Uh, and, and they um, shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. So, uh, it wasn't until last week that I had this thought, and it was mostly because of the last verse, that realized uh, my, my church and many churches, and probably even your church, do a benediction. Uh, and usually they use the benediction of Aaron, as they call it, this, um, this right here. Uh, but often, I don't think we recognize, I didn't recognize, that when or in that benediction, the reason why it's a benediction, it is uh, God's name. As he says in the last verse, uh, and they shall put my name upon them. And if you uh, noticed how um, it's put up, uh, it says doesn't say may the Lord or shall the Lord or can you know it's not a it's simply the Lord he's it's like when we say Jehovah Nisi or Jehovah Jireh uh, let me read it in the Hebrew uh, my anglicized way of saying it but alas here it is Jehovah Barak Shamar Jehovah Penim or Charan Yehovah Nasa um, Penim Sun Shalom. So those are the. So as you heard, you know it's Yehovah blesses or blesses and keeps Yehovah, or you could say uh, the Yehovah the blesser and keeper the Yehovah the uh, one who shines his face and is gracious Yehovah the lift up of his the lifter up of his countenance and uh, um, the one who gives peace you know, so it's so you're dealing with Aaron the priest putting the Lord's name upon his people uh, I found that interesting I found it interesting as a Trinitarian that there are three names uh, that God gives Aaron to uh, put upon the people, but then he simply says, uh, and he'll put my name on them. Right. Uh, and you see similar language in the Great Commission. What do I mean? Uh, the Great Commission says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name, singular, of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
It doesn't say names, it says name. By teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So, uh, you see a similar language in both passages where uh, you get three names, but then you are dealing with one name. So, what do we do with uh, these passages that will use plurality and uniformity at the same time and not be grammatically wrong? Uh, and and be grammatically accurate as it were, and I, uh, how I work through that is I will, when I'm reading scripture, I will see um, passages like uh, Numbers, or I'll see um, the passage like Matthew, and one I being Trinitarian, it makes perfect sense to me. It's my love. It's my uh common tongue to use Trinitarian language in that. Uh, but, so when, what is the name of the Lord? Well, the name of the Lord is the Lord, uh, Yehovah, Yahweh. And so, uh, the other names are simply uh, aspects of the one name. And uh, I would say in the New Testament when it says baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, you you then see in uh, the book of Acts that they do just that, and it says that they, they are baptizing in the name of um, Jesus Christ, and the Lord Jesus. Uh, and so they recognize uh, that the Lord Jesus is the name of, Jesus is the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus meaning uh, Yahweh saves, or uh, Jehovah saves. And so, it's back to this Jehovah um, deal, this Yahweh, Yahweh saves. So we return back to God's name. Uh, something to consider, something to talk about, something to talk about with your church members, uh, your, the Christian in your life, uh, your um, small group Bible study, uh, especially talk to your elders and pastors. Perhaps I'm way off, but it is a good conversation starter, um, and it's certainly a, enough of a curiosity to get your uh, brain considering these things. Now on the submit that you guys are used to, I am getting on my bike right now, well, zipping on my jacket so I can get on the bike. Uh, it is 40 degrees and mostly cloudy and looks like it might rain today. Uh, it is 6 o'clock in the morning here on this beautiful Monday, Michigan. Uh, Yesterday, I was telling my wife how Michigan fascinates me, and I've been living here the vast majority of my life, and uh, I'm always intrigued by how I'm always shocked by the weather change, because with wind chill, right, so the real feel, how it felt outside, touch the wind, 
or the wind touched you and felt like negative 40 on Thursday. And then by Sunday, the real feel was 50 degrees. It was a 90 degree shift in high temperature. That's the high, mind you. The high of Thursday on the real feel was negative 35 to, I think it was like 45 degrees was the high, or 55 was the high real feel on Sunday. And I was like, man, this, this definitely has a way of uh, getting to people, I assume. I know me, my riding my bike right now, uh, I didn't cut a piece of wood all weekend. I got to cut a lot of wood today and tomorrow because I am fresh out of uh, burning wood for uh, uh, the fireplace for when it gets cold again because Wednesday and Thursday completely depleted my stock because I spent, I, I might have gotten uh, six hours of sleep in a 72-hour period. It was pretty great. And I was just dog-tired. I think by Wednesday, or by a Thursday afternoon, we were so out of wood that I had to go out and cut as much as I could. Uh, so, yeah, my body reacting to the cold, reacting to the uh, wind. It was not an experience that I would recommend anybody having. Uh, but what I know is that many people, especially in like in northern areas, experience such weather on on a daily basis. Uh, but you guys have, you know, you guys have the technology to do that. My house cannot handle that. <laughs> but I was happy because I was able to keep the temperature above 65 degrees for most of the time. So I was pretty happy about that. And I'm sure DTE, my energy company, was happy about that as well. And one of the enjoyable parts that, for me, that I wanted to talk about, and I talked about a bit uh, a couple podcasts ago, was about my, uh, or my last podcast, talked about the squirrel hunt that I did on Thursday, and it kind of messed me up inside, and so... In reaction to that, uh, in, to that feeling, um, I no, I did not become vegan, uh, but what I did was I upgraded my uh, pellet gun. I um, got one that was uh, 30 percent more powerful, and it has a a scope on this one, I spent 
uh, I want to say four hours on Saturday zeroing it in uh, um, shooting it at uh, being able to shoot a silver dollars size target from uh, 25 meters away because you know squirrel they're their uh, kill zone is about the size of a silver dollar. And I figured you know, the, the range that I'm going to want to shoot a squirrel at is going to be about 25 meters or less. Maybe if I get confident enough, I'll move it out a bit. Um, but Certainly, or I'm used to in the military, when we zero, we zero uh, at, 20, at uh, a zeroing target at 25 meters out. And so it was just second nature for me to do that with uh, when I was zeroing in my uh, pellet gun. And I was rather pleased um, with that, and and I wanted to talk a bit about um, why it's why I find it important to hunt in general. So at some point I'm going to be, and I want to do this because uh, I have a guest that'll be coming on um, sometime this year. I'm still working out the kinks. But she is a vegan, and so I know that she <laughs> will not be pleased with me uh, shooting two squirrels. Uh, she is a sister in Christ, and uh, she has a blog about her veganism. And I have my blog about, well, all my curious conversation topics. And so... I kind of wanted to lay out my reasons for uh, hunting, and so here we go. When, or throughout this past year, I have uh, cleared up much of the uh, land around me. Uh, I in my neighborhood, in my town. I'm called a big-time environmentalist. And they kind of make fun of me a bit about it because I'm cleaning up the gutters and I'm taking old stumps out of uh, the creeks and trying to clear up the waterways. Uh, and the reason behind it is if I make it to where there's a stronger current uh, in the creek uh, or the river, it's not a creek, it's a, actually a small stream that's uh, an offshoot of uh, the Huron River, but then it goes back to the Huron River. The reason why I'm cleaning it up is for the selfish reason of uh, wanting fish to uh, run through 
uh, that stream again so that I can fish it as well. Uh, I lay out food plots for um, uh, squirrels and uh, rabbits and birds. Uh, be well, for one, because in the uh, winter, there's there's it's there's not a lot of food where I live. There's not like farmland necessarily, and uh, because of that, there's not a lot of uh, year-round food to eat, and so I make a point of laying out food for them so that they don't starve to death and that their population can grow a bit. And yes, the reason behind it is because uh, healthier animals, healthier uh, or better fed squirrels and rabbits and birds uh, are by cause and effect, uh, bigger, and also re reproduce more. They have a tendency of being willing to make babies. And so because of that, I am inclined to uh, do this. Um, my presence being known in the environment has kept away a lot of the coyotes. Uh, not just because of my scent's all around. Uh, and many of the squirrels and animals associate me with their food. So if I shoot one, two, or three, uh, I've only shot uh, two squirrels this year. Uh, but my point is, is they don't associate my scent with my rifle. They associate my scent with their dinner. They don't associate it with my dinner. Okay, so uh, I am all for uh, eating meat, taking care of my meat. Uh, I try to make good food. Uh, I, right now, when I shoot the, uh, the past two squirrels, I've killed, I've eaten it that night, and my, my reasoning behind it is I don't, well, one, because it's, they're so stinking good. And two, I want to get an idea of recipes that I like and recipes I don't like. Um, I put, first time I shot a squirrel, I put it right on the grill. 
and the second time I shot a squirrel, I uh, uh, took the, I deep fried the legs type of thing, I deep fried squirrel legs, and that was definitely a more enjoyable, but because squirrel is a red meat, I am looking to, instead of uh, making like deep fried squirrel eggs, I'm going to make a squirrel stew because uh, it just seems like a more enjoyable uh, meal because, you know, beef stew, squirrel stew, they're both red meats. I, let's see how it goes. There's a good recipe. I found on it, but, so, uh, the, the reason why I am all for hunting as a Christian is, uh, it's not just hunting, right, uh, I believe in the dominion mandate, I believe that God commands us, um, as it says in sacred scripture, I believe what he says in sacred, sacred scripture where he says to go into the land and subdue it. And I also believe in his words in uh, Genesis chapter 9, where he says to eat the meat of the land. And so because of this, uh, my conviction is that wherever I live, I need to take care of the land. My drill sergeant used to say, because... Uh, our platoon were called Mad Dogs. He used to say that Mad Dogs always leave uh, their place um, better when they leave it as when they got it. And so similarly, because where I live, I see where there's a mess, I pick it up. I clean up where I live so that when I leave, it's better than when I left. Now, when I leave, if it gets a mess, that's not my fault. I'm hoping to encourage other people to do similarly. And uh, on just another step, I recognize that as my pay wage increases and I'm seeking uh, more different ways of gaining money and whatnot, I know that there will be a day when I make so much that I will no longer be able to get uh, food stamps or be able to get uh, money back on taxes or whatnot. I'll be paying taxes. I won't be getting government subsidies. And when that happens, uh, meat will be a commodity instead of a um, obvious thing. And so I am hunting now so that when that day comes, which I predict will happen in the next two years, I will be um, I will be ready for getting meat on my own if that makes sense. So, Dominion Mandate of Genesis 2, the meat mandate 
So Genesis 9, simple economics, and the enjoyment of being an omnivore, which is how God created man to be omnivores. I uh, seek to be what God has created me to be. Uh, which is going to make for an interesting conversation with my vegan sister. And as all y'all know, I am looking forward to having that conversation. Well, that's it for today's conversation. I hope you enjoyed listening as I enjoyed speaking. Uh, but if you are an absolute desire and frantic a need of more uh, curious conversation topics and information, uh, you can go on my blog and read uh, my, some of the articles on there, or you can you know skip down, or you can skip up to another one of my episodes. Uh, please be um, willing to give a good review, a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, put in a nice review for me. If you'd be so kind, it'll help with getting my podcast more and more known. And so that more people can join the conversation. If you would like um, to interact with me and have some dialogue and some one-on-one -on -one, uh, curious conversations, um, please do not hesitate to email me at ZacharyKameen at Yahoo.com. Uh, be sure to put down uh, curious conversations in the subject heading so that I know uh, that it is you. Uh, you can always follow me on Twitter at ZacharyKameen or you can follow me or add me on Facebook at ZacharyKameen. Until then, until next time, God bless guys. Take care and drink some coffee and come to Jesus. It's Curious Conversations.